your ride ready for spring driving with Dobbs Spring Break Deals. Money saver deals you can use on Goodyear, Pirelli, Cooper, Michelin, and General Tires. Expert auto service, too. Click on GoToDobbs.com for spring break deals now. Cheap, cheap, fun, fun. Spring is in the air and Dirt Cheap is in your neighborhood ready to deliver the perfect drinks to your doorstep. That's right. All of Dirt Cheap's convenient locations now offer delivery of their wide selections of beers, wines, and all the spirits you need. And if you're like me, nothing hits better in the springtime than a nice weeded bourbon. Ask the friendly staff at Dirt Cheap about their selection of weeders like Maker's Mark, Larceny, and so many others. Download the Dirt Cheap app and order curbside or delivery. Have fun, but be careful out there. Hi, I'm Dan for Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers, here to share the easiest way to buy tires. Come to Dobbs. With the best tire brands and the biggest inventory, you'll get your tires the same day at the lowest price, guaranteed. Next time you need tires, get into Dobbs. It's time for the Rutherford Report on 101 ESPN. Anything you folks want to know about the fascinating world of pro hockey, here we go. With Alex Ferrario and Tanner Hendricks, and I'm Brandon Kylie. Very happy to go out to the Brown and Crouppen celebrity line. He is the one and only Jeremy Rutherford, Blues insider for 101 ESPN and The Athletic. Jared, what's good, man? Everything's good, but uh, holy smokes. Uh, I know that, uh, BK, uh, you don't have a family yet. Alex has a brand-new daughter. You, you just wait till you get older and your kids are eating lunch. I don't know how you get into that Capri Sun faster than an hour and a half. Like, what? I don't know if it's because I have these – Jimmy Dean extra large sausage link fingers or what it is. But by the time my kids are about halfway through lunch, they're saying, dad, do you have the Capri Sun yet? Like I'm almost done with my lunch. Jeremy, the key is you got to just smash the straw on a table to get the wrapper out, pull it out with your teeth while in your teeth, stick it into the Capri Sun and start chugging. Whoa. Are we still talking about drinking a Capri Sun? Maybe not. (laughs) It's probably eat. I'm probably eating, so I probably got food in my mouth while I'm doing it. But if, if I jam that straw into that Capri Sun, you know that that blueberry burst Capri Sun is hitting the, the ceiling, right? It's squirting out of the straw and shooting up to the ceiling. So I don't know. What's going on seconds. here? No way. JR, I don't even think I get it out of the refrigerator in 12 seconds. JR, come down to Ballpark Village. Come see BK and I on Friday, and you can join in the competition. The three of us will break this record together. We'll slurp that thing right. in less than 16 seconds. No we'll questions slurp asked. That wet, yeah, we'll slurp that wet substance down in five seconds. I can't wait till you guys have 15 things going on in your life and your kid asks you to open a Capri Sun. I can guarantee it takes a lot longer. <laughs> well, Alex JR, I can't even change that a, out. Yeah, JR, I can't even change a diaper right now without the baby pooping on my, on my ground. So, like, come on now. <laughs> All right, JR. Uh, speaking of pooping on the ground, the Blues did that <laughs> on Saturday night, but they haven't done it very much this season. They've looked pretty good, all things considered. What grade would you give them as we are now officially halfway through this Blues season? Well, I just heard you guys were full of A's and B's. This must be the curve, right? Is that what we're doing here? I mean, they're uh, fourth in the West, despite the well, fact that Bozak has missed 21 games, Thomas 16, Schwartz 14, Pareko 12, Barbashev 11, and Scandella 7. So I feel like that's fair. Tanner's yeah, handing no. out A-pluses, JR. Yeah, I, I heard that. I about hung up on him when he said that. That was, uh, But, uh, no, I think, I, I think you know, you, you have to take into account everybody they lost, and you have to take into account COVID. I realize every team in the league's dealing with a different world that uh, we're living in, in in terms of travel and no fans and things like that. I would probably go C-plus, and, and here's why. Uh, they've played very well. I don't think in 
20 years of covering the blues that I've seen a team play this well with these uh, key players out. Uh, it, it really is amazing what they've been able to do. Uh, but that said, you know, I think you have to take into account that the defense just hasn't been very good. It, it hasn't. And they've gone through a change here the past couple of years. No uh, Petrangelo, Bowmeister, uh, you know, guys like Edmondson. Uh, and this is a much different defense. And these guys are supposed to get the puck out, get it out quick, be good in transition, and be point producers. And I don't think that we've uh, seen that yet. Perhaps we, we will, but we haven't seen it yet. And then secondly, the power play. I mean, just uh, it's just been bad. I know it's been uh, really good lately, but for the most part, it could have won them a number of games uh, early in the season and didn't. So I think because of the way they've played with these injuries, I'm going to go uh, C-plus, but that's about as high as I can go here. Yeah, some idiot said that that power play would be the best in franchise history, and I can't believe that that person would say that, Jr. I'm curious, though, because the, the, the major issues that people are talking about with this team are the fact that they can't get the puck out of their zone. They're turning it over. Veterans are making passes that are getting missed, and it's turning into goals for the opposition. Jr. does that get resolved when guys get healthy, when you get Schwartz and Bozak and Pareko and Thomas and Barbashev? Does that get resolved, or are we looking at a problem kind of internally that might take a season to fix? Yes, it's a great question. I think the thing is this. uh, You know, we didn't see it earlier in the year, but that's when guys like Krug were getting acclimated. Uh, You know, obviously Justin Falk was playing really well, but we didn't have a healthy Colton Pareko at all. So, you know, if you want to ask the question, uh, you know, Schwartz comes back, now you got a a Tory Krug that's playing – you know, better hockey, you got a Colton Preco who's 100%, you know, then I think you could get to the point after those guys being back in the lineup for a few weeks where you could say uh, maybe you can expect it then, but but I don't think so. I think it would take some time, you know, for all these guys to get into sync, even if, you know, Colton Preco and, and Schwartz and, you know, those guys jumped into the lineup tomorrow. So, so I think it's going to be something they're really going to have to pull together before the playoffs if, in fact, they've put themselves in that playoff position. Jerry, you mentioned Colton Pareko, and I want to follow up with that because we, we heard Barubi say yesterday that Schwartz and Bozak and Barbashev and Thomas, they're making progress. Do you take positive vibes from the fact that they haven't announced a surgery for Colton Pareko compared to us wondering if he was going to be out for the rest of the season? Yeah, I think so. I think the fact that uh, that Craig Barubi has said that Colton Pareko is making some progress you know, it leads me to believe that they're not even contemplating surgery right now. And Doug Armstrong actually said, what, a few weeks ago, that that was a last uh, resort. And obviously so. I mean, especially with a surgery like that, you know, what we know is, is a back injury. You know, I've heard, uh, you know, bulging disc. Um, but, uh, yeah, obviously rehab, rest, shutdown, that's been the, the key that, uh, that they wanted, the way they wanted to approach it. And so if he's showing some signs of progress, with what they've been able to do, keep them off the ice, then, then that's great. And, and so I think that bodes well for thinking about Colton Draco's future with the Blues. Jeremy Rutherford joining us here on 101 ESPN for just another couple of minutes. JR, I am curious when these guys get back, and it, it seems to me like Bozak is very close, potentially back tomorrow, and Schwartz and Thomas don't sound like they're too far away when they return, what do you think that means for the lines? I would imagine that your O'Reilly line kind of stays unchanged, but elsewhere, how do you think that when they get back, Barubi puts these things together? Yeah, it's going to be interesting. Um, you know, and honestly, I haven't thought about them, uh, you know, recently just because you're waiting for Bozak and Schwartz and these guys to get back. Uh, Bozak, Craig Barubi, he said he expects him to play tomorrow in L.A., so that's uh, that's good news for Bozak and the Blues on a line. And uh, Craig Ruby said he'd know more today 
uh, if he's going to be available this week. Uh, so that's uh, more good news. So uh, I think the Blues are on the ice at noon uh, Pacific time. So we should maybe get a, a report on Jaden Schwartz here in the next few hours. Uh, but in terms of Thomas, I think he's uh, probably still a, a week, two weeks away. And uh, and then you get some of those other guys back too. So uh, the bottom line, you know, I, I don't have any lines for you, but sure. uh, Bozak's going to get in the middle there. You know, I think it's just going to, you know, guys that have stepped up and played uh, bigger roles, I think are going to get pushed on the lineup. It's definitely going to have a trickle-down effect, and, and I think we're going to start to see this lineup resemble what we thought it would, would look like. So he's going to have some options, Craig Ruby is, in terms of his uh, lines, but uh, anything I think is going to look uh, better to him in terms of NHL players than what we've seen the past couple months. Has Dakota, jo- has Dakota Joshua won that fourth-line center job? I, I heard the De La Rose comment yesterday kind of took me by surprise that he basically said, hey, he's ready if we need him, but right now it doesn't seem like they need him. Did, did Dakota he- Joshua win that job? Well, I, I, I think so. I mean, like, I don't know how you take him out of the lineup right now, guys. He's playing uh, really well, and I actually had a long conversation with Dakota yesterday and, and just said that, you know, like, um, you know, people back here in St. Louis are thinking you can't take Dakota out of the lineup. And he's like, wow, that's just so great to hear. You know, he, he's done his job and, and then some, he really has. And maybe they found something here. And, and I know Dakota's playing in the middle, but hypothetically, uh, let's say once Bozak starts feeling a lot better and gets up to speed, if they want to put him in the middle, if they want to put Sunquist in the middle on that fourth line, uh, Dakota can can play wing. I mean, that's where he's played a lot of, even though he played center uh, with uh, Ohio State. So I, I think he's created a situation for himself where they know what he can do and they can put him wherever they want to in the lineup. JR, real quick, uh, you know, Craig Ruby had a couple of interesting comments Friday and Saturday. You know, Friday he talked about how Mike Hoffman just needs to want the puck more. We haven't seen the same thing out of him recently like we did for a stretch earlier last month. But then he also said after Saturday's loss, uh, when the question was asked, you know, how do these issues get resolved? And he said, we get healthier. Are we at the point that when you start to see healthy bodies come back, you could see some veteran names maybe being a healthy scratch because they're not performing up to the capability that Berube wants? Yeah, I wouldn't put anything past uh, Craig Berube. Look, he, he uh, sat David Perron a couple years ago, and, and he sat some other guys, Vince Dunn. Um, so, yeah, I'm not, I don't think that Mike Hoffman is a guy that they wouldn't dare sit. And, and he's right. Like, I just haven't seen Hoffman hungry for the puck you know maybe he hasn't had top line top six minutes all the time look he five on three the other day he couldn't even get on the ice so they're definitely not throwing him bones here uh because he hasn't deserved them you know i just think it's going to take a little while for these guys uh, bozak schwartz uh you know we can't just say that they're going to be back in the lineup this week and and then craig berube is going to be able to you know sit some of these other guys because bozak's been out since january 26 and schwartz's injury is just a tough one with the oblique so so we'll see what happens and how long it takes these guys to get up to speed but yeah if, if everybody's healthy and, and all those guys that we just talked about are are playing real well uh, I, I think hoffman definitely has to carry his weight if he wants to stay in that lineup he's jeremy rutherford blues insider for 101 espn you can also check his workout at the athletic give him a follow on twitter at jp rutherford jr always appreciate the time my man we'll talk with you again soon thanks boys